This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the middle of the week, San Diego. A little Gwen and Chris for you on a Wednesday afternoon. Chris, hello. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios. 2.01 is the time. As we set sail, spend the next four hours together with all of you. Good program for the middle of the week. Rate the radio call. We'll be at the heart of matters coming up in the 3 o'clock hour. But Sam Levitt will give us a live report from Peoria. Sammy um, Lev. Sammy Lev. The great one. He's not easy to get a hold of. No, not, we have to go through his agent to get him Not these days. This guy's, no, this this guy's guy well booked. He has really taken over the city uh, after just one year as the Padres pre- and post-game show Has it officially host. been a year yet? Well, he didn't that's sh- right. He I didn't feel like he didn't show until up the, until the opening day, right? Right, in the season last year, and you give the guy one season, now he's taken over America's finest city. So. It makes me think about what what happened when I did it. Like, <laughs> Nobody I, cared. No one cared. Nobody cared when you or I did it. That's because we did nothing but lose. This Sammy Levitt comes in. They this immediately go to the National League Championship Series. That is why that's a heck he of a way. A, uh, that's a heck of an attachment, right? If fans yeah. are attaching, they, they with give Sam him Levitt. credit for that. The fans <laughs> actually give Sammy credit for that. He was a good luck charm. Don't forget his final year working as a play-by-play guy in Double A. The Amarillo they did Sod Poodles right. won the Double A championship. So Sammy, all this uh, guy does is win. Yeah, whatever he touches he goes. turns to gold. So uh, we're lucky to have him on our program today. Sam Levitt will join us in the two o'clock hour. That's the reason we call him the Great One. The Great One. Yeah, coming on uh, two forty this <laughs> afternoon. Mark Ziegler will join us from Fresno later this evening, where the Aztecs will be playing Fresno State tonight. I always worry about the Fresno State game for one reason, and one reason only. Fresno State really not all that good this year. Although they did uh, hand New Mexico their first loss of the season. Now, New Mexico has gone on to lose a bunch more games. It's not going well for them. But when they were undefeated, Fresno State was the first to knock them off. So they have some talent. But the thing that they have that worries me is they have Justin Hudson as their coach. And he's a former Aztec assistant, and he knows everything about the Aztecs. So I think he always game plans well for the Aztecs. And, uh, you know, Brian Dutcher and the crew will have to show up tonight to keep the winning ways going on uh, Montezuma Mesa. That's coming up a little bit later on. I have been uh, in a little bit of a downer, guys, to open the day with what? the news with the news that Aztec for Life, oh, yeah. and I'm not sure everybody knew that she was an Aztec for Life, but she was, the great Raquel Welch passed away today at the age of 82. Now, uh, you guys probably aren't quite old enough, but no. I'm going to say anybody 
over the age of 45, something around there, any living, breathing male over the age of 45 saddened by the news of the great sex symbol Rex Raquel Welsh passing away today. She was uh, quite the... Uh, Quite the, quite, Where are we going with this? I don't know. Let's just stop while we while we can. She was. Let's just stop while we can. But uh, you know, look. I've heard her like, name. I've definitely heard. You her just name. heard her name? No, no, no. I've heard her name in my life. I, I don't know that I could match up face to name though. Really? You don't think if you what? saw a picture of Raquel Welch, you would know that's Raquel Welch? No, I'm gonna go I, look I, at. It and I see. won't. I won't lie. I had no idea who you were talking about when you put that in our text group. This really? Morning. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had to get on Google and, and, and check it out. And look her up a little bit. And All then right. I figured out, okay, Aztec for life, boom. She, yeah. Tony. What? She's in CSI Miami for an episode. That's your show. Turn your you computer around. Didn't know Let it me was see. Her. No, it's her name's Vina. It was one episode, and Horatio Cain probably helped her. He probably had a great line, too, at yeah. the end, right before commercial break. He was like, and that's why yeah. you're an Aztec for life. <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't know. Playboy magazine chose her as the number three sexiest star of the 20th century. So she had that going for her. <laughs> but she was also an Aztec. She left a she mark, on, she left right. a mark on Chris, I could say. She met, She did not leave a mark only on Chris. I guarantee you that. Uh, like I said, if you're over 45 in our listening audience, you are saddened by that news today. But uh, uh, we move on anyway. We, we, we soldier on. Uh, I opened the day uh, in the uh, doctor's office today. Had a little procedure done. You good? I'm okay, but uh, the um, the local anesthesia that was used in this procedure, yeah, starting to wear off now. Ah, yeah, that pain starting to rise a little, a little pain, bit. Little pain, a little uncomfortable. It's feeling. always it's always interesting when yeah. uh, you know you go through a procedure like that and the meds start to wear off. Yeah. Don't want the meds to wear no, off. No, you don't. Let the meds stay. <laughs> I tell you, those. I don't know who invented that. Like, who invented that way back when? The what? 200 years ago, 100 years ago? What? Anesthesia. Pain? Oh, oh. Like, who was able to come up with that idea and Do- figure out that that would work? I was going to say doctor anesthesia. Uh, well, cer- certainly uh, happy that someone yes, came up with it. we're all very happy about that. Imagine getting, God, imagine be, getting your uh, broken bone set in your leg yeah. without any kind of uh, pain medication. So uh, I'm very grateful to whoever that was who invented that many, many, many years ago. But, uh, yes, it's starting to wear off now, so... I will be. Uh, I will soldier through that as well. Competitors don't make excuses; they just make plays. Yeah, wow. you're right. I'm making wow. excuses already. I'm making hey. excuses for what could be kind of a mediocre performance by me today. <laughs> hey, Chris, it's already off to a slow start. Anesthesia started as early as 3400 BCE. They uh, the what? Sum- the Sumerians harvested opium. God so. love the Sumerians. And so, I mean, the delivery tactic in at that time. Certainly wasn't dripping into your veins at this point. Much more fun than what it is now. I don't know. My bet is that that way was probably a little more harsh than it is getting to your to your bloodstream. No, I'm sure it didn't feel great in 3400 (laughs) BC. (laughs) That's a that's a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, 3400 BC. Yeah, tell us, Chris, what was it like? Uh You're you're getting funnier and funnier. (laughs) Funnier and funnier. I'm feeling like a jokester today. What? <laughs> what? I'm feeling like a jokester today. All right. Well, uh, Tiger Woods is feeling his oats today. He uh, completed 16 holes at the Genesis Pro-Am. I didn't get the word as to why he didn't compete, complete the 17th just, and 18th. I was just about to ask you the same, same thing. thing. That like, I did not get. 16, but, huh? Uh, Pro-Am today, Tiger got out there, walked around the course, said, I'm very rusty. 
But uh, I've come off rusty situations before, and I've done well. Plus, I know this golf course. Keep in mind, Tiger has entered uh, this weekend's Genesis uh, Open at the or Invitational Pro Am at uh, Riviera in Los Angeles, and says he's planning to win. That's he's not just planning to show up. He's planning to win, and he said he wouldn't have entered otherwise. This is why we love Tiger Woods, right? Because I don't necessarily believe, as I said yesterday, that he's going to win. But I, I do believe the fact that he thinks yeah. he's going to win. Yeah. So that's, that's enough for me to tune in. How about the fact it's been almost two years since he was seriously injured in that car accident? It was at this tournament, wasn't which it? Which was near the site yeah, right of the after. tournament. Yeah. So um, anyway, uh, Tiger Woods will be back in action. Uh, another one of the goats, Michael Jordan, made some news today, just a couple of days before his 60th birthday. Michael did something very, very nice. He donated $10 million to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, largest donation ever received in that organization's 40-plus year history. Uh, Jordan uh, said, uh, look, uh, this it's been an honor to partner with Make-A-Wish and help bring a smile and happiness to so many. You know what Make-A-Wish is, a kid's like yeah. wish to do something crazy, remarkable. A lot, a lot of times. And then a celebrity or an athlete makes it come true. Uh, apparently, according to the story, Michael Jordan is still one of the most requested celebrity wish granters. Even, what has he now been retired for 20 years? He's tried like 40, 40, He's 41. 60, so he's going to be 60 you, on Friday. What so. was that feat that you just said? For no, just one said of the most, still, one of the one most, most requested, requested. Oh, wish requested, granters. okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they, they still people still want to hang out with Michael Jordan, rub elbows with Michael Jordan, even 20 years after his uh, career has been over. So a uh, very nice thing that Michael Jordan did today. Uh, let's see, Patrick Mahomes. What's he been up to? Speaking of goats, I, think we know I don't the know. He's going to remember. He's, he's certainly not going to remember today. Yeah, I can guarantee been, that. Uh, and plus, they keep dragging him through in after interview, and every single interview, Patrick Mahomes' eyes get heavier and heavier. <laughs> and heavier. <laughs> the first one he did, I it was like the night after. It's the when he's at Disneyland or Disney World. The morning after, dude, he looked like he might not have slept. No, uh, he didn't. Leading well, he up to that point. probably couldn't have slept very much on and the I, way to Disney World no, after right? the Super Bowl. And today is obvious, obviously the parade. And, yeah. you know, one of the things that you notice on most parades, right, is there's always usually one crazy guy on the team that is just living his best life. I go a la uh, J.R. Smith for the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers shirtless a la Tom Brady throwing the Super Bowl trophy across the, the ocean at the time. Yeah. Uh my man Patrick Mahomes is just he he is he is he's letting it loose. Well, he is full goggles, full WWE belt. He did have that. <laughs> full, are, are they real goggles or are they beer no, goggles? They're, they're are ski, they goggles. Yeah. ski goggles. Ski goggles. Ski goggles. Yeah. Right. And he is uh he's turning over that can. You know what? When I was in my drinking days, I wish I had some ski goggles to protect my <laughs> eyes from all the different things that I put them through. So I Patrick Mahomes is he's allowed to do this. He is. He, he is. I saw some people criticizing him on Twitter saying that it's disgusting he's acting this way. Coming from a guy who had to give up drinking because he couldn't handle it. Patrick Mahomes is allowed to do that safely and have fun. You know why that. he's allowed to do that? Because he does nothing else. 
Yeah, but exactly. play football. Like exactly. It's not like this dude is out getting in trouble. This dude starting takes, next week, he'll be getting ready to take care of his body and get ready for 100%. next season and win another Super 100%. Bowl. Hundred percent. This dude is on a on a he is on a goat trail right now. He is so. an elite athlete, and uh, elite athletes, even them, are they are uh, uh, given the opportunity to uh, to to let their hair down once in a while. I did see uh, on Twitter today somebody sent out a tweet explaining. The success of Patrick Mahomes. Did you guys see this? I did not. Because nobody... You know who put the tweet out? Yeah, it was like... Uh, it was No, I didn't. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it was, was like, it a video uh, review? What no, was it? It was, it was one of his teammates or family members told somebody this. But apparently... Oh, I know who it was. It was Brian Baldinger, wasn't it? No, it wasn't Brian oh, Baldinger. Okay. Chad Henney, the backup quarterback, oh. Yeah. apparently told somebody this. Patrick Mahomes has worn the same pair of red underwear in every game he's ever played what? in the National Football That's League. That's disgusting. That only well, he probably it, I mean, they get it. Washed. You got a week between games. I will, what I do will, you mean? You think, you think he just leaves it in the locker? I will bet. Yeah. I am willing to bet <laughs> that literally those underwears are hanging on by a thread. They oh, got to yeah. be hanging out. I mean, they've been through so many washes, so many different weather conditions. Yeah. I'm willing to bet Same pair. that they are barely hanging on right According now. According to Chad Henney, the backup quarterback in the Chiefs. And so I was thinking the way to finally beat the Kansas City Chiefs, because they're going to be really difficult to beat the next several years. Somebody's got to break into that locker room, steal those steal underwear. Them or cut them up. It's going to be a whole lot easier <laughs> than beating him, because you can't beat him in a game. You're going to have to steal his underwear. Just unleash Chris Sale into his locker room. And he'll, <laughs> he'll be right. able to cut it up. <laughs> Chris, right. do you remember that? The underwear, will, the underwear will become... Uh, just part of the uh, part of the uh, it'll, it'll go from, damage. It'll, yes. They'll go from boxer briefs to a yeah. thong is yeah. what will happen <laughs> if Chris Sale gets a hold of them. Yeah. All right, so those are some of the little fun items that are going on in the world on this uh, Wednesday. We kick off the program. Coming up in this next segment, we will uh, head on down to Peoria. Now, Sam Levitt's going to join us at 2.40, but prior to that, we'll hear from Bob Melvin some of the things that he had to talk about today down at Peoria, get everybody caught up on their Padre fix. So uh, that will get the show uh, rolling along in earnest. Uh, but before that, we'll take a quick break and uh, settle in here with uh, Chris and Tony and Scraby and uh, Gwyn and Chris on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 220 on the clock. Tony Glenn Jr., Chris Zello, Matt Scraby. Talking some Padre baseball here. Log in and listen to 97.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app or on 97.3 The Fan, SD.com, for your chance to win a pair of tickets to Coldplay's sold-out show at Snapdragon Stadium on September 27th. That's this upcoming September 27th. I know there was uh, some conversation with Chris about that yesterday. It's very every, upset. Every hour you listen now through February 19th. Sorry, were you making fun of me there? I was busy looking at old pictures of Raquel Welch. <laughs> <laughs> to Continue to do that over there. <laughs> Equals one entry into the contest. I wasn't really doing that. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> real quick update of my, of my personal life. Um, my daughter's high school team. Mount Carmel Sun Devils advanced. No kidding, man, they're on a roll. Advanced to the quarterfinals. They'll play uh, Francis Parker on Friday. It was an excellent game. They're, the, they're doing a March Madness thing in February. They are. They they're are. Number twelve seed. Twelve seed they've had a playing game. Finals already won the playoff game. They've they've upset yeah. the number five seed in Classical Academy. Who, by the way, I know we uh, had some fun out here yesterday. It was a very good team. They were. Uh, a very formidable opponent, but yeah. Mount Carmel advances Friday. Can't stop the twelve seed Sun Devils. No, nah, they're rolling right now. So thought the I'd little sh- devils, <laughs> the little devils. That's right. Yeah, thought I'd Good share that them. with you guys. Um, Rob Manfred, I always get him kind of confused with a former college teammate of mine, Brian Manfred. But Rob Manfred had some things to say today as he met with the media, and there's a lot going on. Right, you got the. Um, the issue with the new the new rules that are coming down the pipeline, uh, certainly for those who follow really close, this Diamond Sports financial status um, for the basically the some of the teams who have TV contracts um, basically is going to be defaulted on, and uh, there are some questions about that that he answered. Uh, we'll get to that here in a second, but first let's start with our Padres and spring training is is finally here and Bob Melvin is speaking with the media daily. First thing he talked about today, especially after the signing of Michael Walker, uh was his thoughts on how this Padre depth and, and what they're uh, on this Padre depth and what the completeness of this roster looks like to him. Yeah, I think we're you know, barring injury, I think you know, if you're trying to forecast 26 man, fairly easy to do yet not only some depth, you know, on the big league roster, but also on the 40-man too, and that's become really important uh, is to be able to withstand some injury. We were knockwood; we were pretty lucky as far as injury goes, but you know, it's increasingly important to have more depth within the 40-man. I think we're. I'm glad that Bob and you know those guys think about this type of thing all 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 day every day. But it's important to, to mention the whole injury thing, right? Because you look at the Yankees today; they lose one of their acquisitions that they bring in in, in Montez or Montez Frankie Montez. Frankie Montez. Uh, yeah, he's out for the year. Yeah, lost him for the season. He got him. They got him from Oakland at the trade deadline last year. He didn't pitch very well. He was beat up at, at that stretch, point. Yeah, and now they're not going to have him at all this year. So yeah, those kinds of things you keep your fingers crossed because right. uh, that can the, happen. The thing that that Bob said 
there at the end was we were pretty lucky last year in terms of injury. You know, you had the Manny Machado out for a little bit of time. Other than that, and Drew Pomeranz maybe who missed the whole year, they were relatively clean in terms of injuries that could, you know, change a season. And, and so, you, were, you mentioned that yesterday as well. Yeah, and, and the fact that— Because oftentimes you don't get back-to-back years of injury-free baseball. Yeah, and that's why depth becomes such a, an important but thing. But you know what? You can also say that Fernando Tatis Jr. missed pretty much—didn't he miss all of last he, season? No, not pretty much. He definitely missed he all didn't of last miss, season. He didn't play at all, right? Yeah. So, I mean, and, so his injury has to count. Yeah, no doubt. No I doubt. I mean, even though it wasn't— it didn't. It didn't have. Didn't it didn't it end up having. It, it didn't end up having the impact that an injury like that normally yeah. would have on a team, right? An yeah. injury like that normally for any team would mean uh, you're probably not making the postseason. Instead, right. the Padres went on a crazy run yeah, to the NLCL. Anyway. Bob Melvin was also asked about bullpen depth. It's the one thing that we really haven't talked a whole lot about. We talked a lot about the back end of starting rotation. We talked about depth. As at an entirety of the roster, but not specifically bullpen depth. Here's what his thoughts. Again, you know, Pomerant's a little bit of a wild card here for us, but you know, it's other than that, there there is at least one spot where you know it looks to be able to maybe maybe flip some guys in and out. As far as we have some guys with uh, with some options, which is key. But you know, with a seven-man bullpen, obviously you need some guys that can give you more than one inning. And I think looking at it right now, we're, we're in pretty good shape there as well. The versatility of this bullpen, um, whether Seth Lugo ends up in that back end, whether Michael Walker ends up coming out of the bullpen at some point, they have multiple guys that you know can go multiple innings. As he said, with a seven-man bullpen, you need at least a couple of those guys. Um, and even a, a guy like Hader has shown the ability to go more than one. So Yeah, but he won't. <laughs> I don't think he will. I mean, he never did it until the playoffs last year, right. if I'm not mistaken. I guess when it counts most, you, you, can, get, you can get... You can get four outs out of him if you got to have a game somewhere, but uh, I can't believe he's going to do it very often. I'm trying to figure out, who do you, who do you forecast as a seven-man Padre bullpen? Let's leave Lugo and Nick Martinez out. and Waka out. Let's assume they're going to mix into the starting rotation. So you got to you got to come up with seven guys. So you got Suarez, Hader, Suarez and Hader at the back end. You Who got else do you have? Morty Hone, Morty Hone, Tim Hill, Tim Hill. That's four, right? Pomeranz question mark. So let's not even count him. All for right, now. Luis Garcia. Is he still around? Yes, he is. That makes how about, five. How about Nabil Krismat? We're going to get to him in a second, but okay. I would start him. I mean, I I would start him in that. You would start him in, in that, that discussion. In that discussion, right? right? Because, I mean, outside of maybe the last, what, month, month and a half? He pitched awfully well. He pitched awfully well, and it and it matters because those are innings, and we talked he about a lot of innings, versatility. Though. It's one of those guys that can do it. And since we're on the subject, we'll get back to this uh, bullpen depth here in a second. I want to play uh, Bob Melvin's sound on a question about Nabil Crisman. Oh, okay. You know, it, it, it became a little bit more of a length position toward the toward the end, but he did. He put together a fantastic season, and in any role that we asked him to do it as well. There were times he's pitching, you know, multiple innings and extra inning games. There were times he was pitching, you know, depending on performance, seventh and eighth inning at times for us. So he was really kind of a, a utility belt for us last year. And you know, once we we 
you know, got a little bit deeper into the season. Um, the health was good. Suarez was back. His role kind of was kicked back more to some length, and that's maybe why he, he didn't see him as much. Was it as good as you are this spring? Where does he stand? He, I expect him to be on this team for sure. I mean, in what role? That that that's kind of the deciding factor. And and uh, you know, with with being able to give us some length and looking at the rest of the guys that are potentially in the bullpen right now, that's probably where he starts out. And the beauty, you know, it, the beauty of having a guy like Nabil is that you don't necessarily have to have a role for him, as because as Bo Mel said, he can pitch in so many different roles from set up all the way to you know coming in for a starter who had some some issues and eating up some innings that way yeah he's valuable so i see him as part of that seven man and clearly bo mel bo mel does too yeah another guy that i think is, is certainly a hot candidate to return this year is steve uh steven wilson yeah he absolutely. pitched very well last year at a 306 era um you know you look at the bullpen as a whole who are they who did they lose from last Pierce. year they lost Pierce Johnson. You could say Taylor Rogers, but he was involved in the hater trade. Right. So Craig Stammen is going to be a non-roster guy. You'd love to have Craig Stammen hanging around as a possibility because he's he's a he's another uh, Swiss Army knife who can do a lot of different things. As we heard, but the bullpen's in pretty good shape. Other than losing Pierce Johnson, should be back. You know, and and as solid as ever. Somebody and listen the, as. Bowmel mentioned in one of the earlier sound bites we played, there's one of those seven spots in that bullpen could be a revolving door, right? Could be. Oh, it will uh, be a revolving door. You will. know it will be. The Padres are going to use the whole 40 man roster. They're not going to run the same 26 guys no. out there all year. No team does. No Nobody team does. does and, yeah. and so I think that's where, you know, because much like that spot was last year, right? That was Steven Wilson. Yeah. A, the revolving door, and then until he solidified himself as one of the better bullpen arms, and you leave that spot open for maybe somebody else to do the same thing this year, and, and, and kind of step into the fold that you weren't thinking about. That was that was Stephen Wilson last year. So yeah, he did a good job. He did a fantastic job. We'll we'll have more sound from Bo Mel a little bit later on uh, in the show. We're gonna get to break. When we come back, you already know who we're talking about. The great one. Sam Levitt joins the show. He's in AZ. We'll talk to him when we return. We're going to Chris. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris, the number one ranked sports talk show in town. If you believe at Padres Blogger, and I certainly believe him, 
I do too. Why wouldn't you, you believe? Did the poll. Him. We came out on top. Yeah. Seems like an official poll to me. Thank you, Padres. It's official, blogger. official. I believe the U.S. government was behind official. it. What did you what say? I said I bet the U.S. government was behind it. That's behind that what? official. Don't say that because now people ain't gonna, ain't gonna believe it. Yeah, they wouldn't thing. believe it. But it's that official. Leave it alone. Just let it go. Leave it where straight. it is. It was perfectly fine before Add you Padres added your two cents. Thank you. Uh, we welcome you back at 2.37. It just clicked over, if you're wondering. Uh, Chris Hello, Tony Gwynn. I was going to say 2.36, and then it Bam. Just, just at like that, that second, it clicked over. Tony Gwynn Jr. there, Matt Scraby, causing havoc already on the program. we got Sammy Levitt joining us from Peoria in just a few moments. We are only how many days, Tony Gwynn Jr., away from the first spring training game? Oh, you tricked me there. I thought you were talking mm-hmm. open today. Nah, I wasn't going to make it that difficult. Uh, what's the day? We, oh, Today's Wednesday. We are nine days. That's it. Nine. Can you believe that? Nine days away from the opening spring training game. I believe it is the law that the Padres have to play their first spring training <laughs> against game the against the Mariners. <laughs> I mean, we just... We it's just it's we just, cannot get away from this geographical rivalry, which is nothing even close to a geographical rivalry. I have no proof of this, but it just always felt like because both teams are in the same facility, nobody yeah. has to travel. Let's do this to first Let's day. just get one out of the way. <laughs> Every, the Padres are, according to the schedule, will be the home team for the very first game. They will play at Seattle, at, in quotations, <laughs> on March the 2nd. Why can't they just say versus? It's <laughs> right. You're in the same building. And it's, it's not like it matters each team. Home. Each team gets to be in their home dugout. Like they the dugout them, they, they're they always them, in. Uh, they play them five times in spring training. So That's you'll a get, lot this year. Yeah, you'll get to see a lot of Seattle in spring training. A few training. more night games this year, too, I noticed, uh, on the schedule. haven't really done a... Uh, a, yeah, uh, well, in depth. Look. I wouldn't expect you to go in in depth in the spring training schedule. Yeah, I see but uh, Friday, March the third. There's a 5:40 p.m. game. Your boy will that be, would be uh, the first night game where you can sleep in. Because I know getting there at 12:10 can be a little difficult on you. Well, 12:10 is you know that's early. You got to get there at 10. I don't when you. I don't mind that at all. When what time do you spring get training in to the 12:10 game? 10 o'clock? 9 o'clock? No. 8 o'clock? To a 12-10 yes. game? 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, perhaps 8 even earlier. Because perhaps the, even earlier. the clubhouse is open for a certain time to a certain time. Wow. And if you miss that time, I'm depending on Jesse or Andor Don and or Mark. Who is this partner of mine that works so hard? I was. I didn't want to make the joke. I didn't want. I've already been shunned for my joke earlier. So, <laughs> Well, your first one wasn't very good. It was a great joke. It was not. I nope. gave you an opportunity. But I was going to gonna say, here's the joke. There, here's the joke. If he couldn't resist. If it's a twelve ten game, Tony's showing up at noon. Yeah, but um, yeah, zero for two. <laughs> what? Zero <laughs> for two. All right, let's get out to our uh, premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Joining us from Peoria, Arizona, is a guy we call the Great One, a guy who calls himself <laughs> Sammy Lev. A guy who is actually known by the and uh, goes by the name of Sam Levitt. He is the pregame and postgame show host on Padres Radio. Sammy, how are you? Great to catch up with you, sir. I am doing well. I don't know about the great one and all that, but uh, I am leaving uh, the complex right now and heading to my car. A long day, good day, first day here uh, in Peoria. Well, uh, what is what? What feeling do you get just being around this team, even though it's a little early? I mean, I, I would imagine everybody's arrived and 
Pretty excited. Probably can't wait to get the season started, Sam. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the excitement is palpable. I mean, you can you can really feel it, and I hope it doesn't sound you know over exaggerated or hyperbole, but you can really feel the excitement. Everything we we felt at Fan Fest, everything um, that's transpired over the off season, you can feel that excitement, feel that energy inside the clubhouse and you know this is a team with very high expectations and, and you just you, you feel it you really do and I felt that even in the first few hours here today. Sam you've, you've been there in Arizona since the beginning uh, of I guess spring training and it's not even really the official beginning of it because report dates aren't official for uh, position players yet but has there been anything that has stood out to you aside from the energy that you're you're feeling there um, when you're at these workouts, watching these guys put the work in. Yeah, I, I mean today the the biggest thing that stood out just in the workout today on a position player side of things is is something that Bob Melvin alluded to before I saw him during his media availability. Well, was Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, you know, you watched him take batting practice and uh, do some things in the field, and he looks very very healthy. I mean. The swing looks great. He's smiling. He's dancing. He is the Fernando uh, that this uh, city in San Diego came to know and love. And I think that's a really good thing. Bob Melvin seems to be really, really positive about where he's at as far as his recovery, where he's at at this point in spring training. And, guys, I, I don't know without asking Fernando if, you know, the swings are 90% or they're all the way 100%. But it looks pretty good to me. I mean, he's <laughs> he's in there letting it rip. So from, from a position player standpoint, just what I saw today here on day one, you just look at Fernando and you're like, he looks like he's in great shape. The swings look great. He looks happy. And that's a very good thing for the San Diego Padres. Aside from that, I mean, you know, I saw Blake Snell throw a bullpen. I saw Joe Musgrove throw a bullpen. Uh, you see those two guys uh interacting with Ruben Niebla. Um, I saw Brent Honeywell throw a bullpen, Reese Kinnear. I, I'm not going to make believe I'm a pitching expert and take anything away from those bullpens other than tell you that, you know, there was communication and, and feedback and a, and a lot of back and forth and looking at some of the data as they were going, and that was pretty interesting to watch. But, uh, you know, uh, they looked good, um, and uh, everybody, uh, like I said, is, is in a good mood and, and the energy level is high. Sammy Levitt is with us. Sam Levitt, the uh, pre- and post-game show host of Padre Baseball here on 97.3 The Fan down in Peoria, giving us a little early look-see at the uh, at the Padres situation. Uh, Sam, uh, what did you think of the offseason overall? The acquisition of Xander Bogarts, how that moves uh, other guys around to different positions. Now the recent acquisition of Michael Walker, the signing of the extension of Hugh Darvish. Seems like they did pretty much everything they possibly could have done this off season, uh, to get a good grade. Yeah, well, I think that good grade came in when they signed Xander Bogarts on itself, right? Because of the type of player he is, what it does to this lineup. You know, I think in a way, now that we look back on it, to me the off season was, and I actually wonder if you guys agree, a little surprising in the sense that if you would have told me in November that the Padres would end up signing Xander Bogarts and not one of the, you know, top tier quote unquote uh, starting pitching free agents like a Kodai Senga or 
uh, take your pick of Carlos Rodon. I mean, take your pick of the names. I probably would have said, you know what, they're going to sign one of those pitchers, and I don't think they're going to sign another shortstop or any of the big-time um, you know, position player free agents that were on the market, like Bogarts, like Turner, like Aaron Judge, uh, like Dansby Swanson. So from that perspective, I think when you look back on it, it's almost a little bit surprising how it all turned out. Now, I think that's a good thing because they got Bogarts. Um, you know, they were able to get Nick Martinez back. They were able to sign Seth Lugo, who I think is, is hopefully going to be a really nice piece in that rotation. And I, guys, I really like the Michael Walker signing. I do. You look at his numbers from a year ago, you know, a solid ERA, a hundred plus innings. They need that. And especially if they begin the year on a six man rotation, I mean, Look, I'm, I'm not saying that the results don't matter as far as what the pitchers do, but, but you have to hope that, you know, somebody like a Michael Waka can just eat innings, right? And your offense does enough to score a lot of runs. And that's what I'm, you know, kind of curious about, too, as spring training rolls along is just, you know, getting a sense of what, what the front office, what Bob Melvin, what this team feels like their style is going to be. Because last year we saw a team that really relied on starting pitching, the offense, uh, was up and down. You know, I kind of wonder, based on looking at the lineup, if this is going to be more a team that kind of outslugs you, yeah. um, you know, and, and has some good pitching performances. But on a, you know, kind of day-in, day-out basis, you're going to have to deal with that offense. So I know that was sort of a rambling answer, but I guess <laughs> I guess to get back to the original question, it was a, a really good off season. I think this team on paper has a chance to go to a World Series. You know, I, I think everybody's kind of, in line with that, um, but also surprising because I, I think it, it played out quite a bit differently than than what we thought at the start of the off season. Yeah, uh, there's no doubt, right? I think the Padres came into last season with a glutton of starting pitching. They used that to their advantage. They found themselves. They knew what their identity was offensively. They just had a hard time consistently doing that. This year, yeah. it, it could be flipped on its head, and it's interesting you bring it up because. Uh, as a team, establishing who you are and what you do is almost as important as going out and doing it. And so they'll strive to do that. I want to ask you a little bit about Jake Cronenworth because it's been assumed uh, that he will be moving over to first base. I assume he's already started taking balls at that position. What have you seen from that standpoint? Yeah, you know, today, I'll be honest with you, I – I, I may have actually been uh, inside the building talking to uh-huh. Bennett Woods when uh, when when Jake was at first base. I did see video of him at first base today. Um, I also saw him throwing a football today, which was uh, <laughs> funny. I, I, I almost I almost wanted to say to him, "Hey, you know, if you have some eligibility, you can go, you know, back to the Wolverines." Um, but uh, I didn't see it with my own two eyes. I did see some video from the first couple of days here of him working at first base and picking balls and look you you would imagine that that is going to be a a heavy heavy focus for Jake Cronenworth um here in spring training sure you work on your offense but uh this is going to be the first time in in his major league career where and we're assuming where he's going to be you know for the most part an everyday first baseman um so you would assume that comes with a lot of work I mean we know from watching him there over the last handful of years when he's been there that he can certainly handle himself but you know and and i'll be interested to talk to him about this as uh as spring training goes along and it gives me a good idea to 
to talk to him about it over these first few days. I'd, I'll be interested to see and, and talk to him about, you know, what that work looks like to make sure he's ready to go uh, on a day-in, day-out basis. So, uh, but, you, you know, knowing Jake and getting to know him a little bit over the last year and uh, the type of player he is, the type of teammate he is, I, 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 you know, I think there has to be a lot of confidence that he's going to come into opening day ready to play that position on pretty much an everyday basis. You know, Sam, we send you down to Peoria to uh, file reports for our show. We don't expect you to be lounging in the uh, <laughs> in the building with Ben and Woods. Uh, you know, look, if you're going to be the hardworking guy that we know you are, hanging out with Ben and Woods is going to drag you down, man. I, I just want you to I just want you to be careful. No, I'm just kidding. Sam Levitt is with us down in Peoria. Sam, uh, you know. You won the uh, won the double A championship as a broadcast for the Amarillo Sod yeah. Poodles. You come to San Diego, you immediately get to the NL Championship Series. So I'm assuming you, as a pre and post game guy, pretty much like this team. It's like World Series or bust for you. You don't you don't yeah. settle for anything less. And, and Tony and I were saying the fans they've like given you a lot of credit for this. I mean, you become kind of a popular figure because. You attached yourself to a winning Padre franchise, so good on you for being able to accomplish all that. I mean, what what do you have for for year number two on the pre and post game show? Uh, we're we're working on some stuff. I don't know that it'll be anything dramatic. I have absolutely no part in the team going to the NLCS, or <laughs> or quite frankly, for anything that happens this season. Um, I will say though, I will say in addition to the championship in 2019 in Amarillo. Uh, the Astros did win the World Series when I was at Double A in Corpus Christi in 2017. Um, so, you know, look, uh, you know, that became a little interesting later on. But uh, Indeed yeah, it uh, did. There, there is a saying where Sammy goes, the champagne flows. I've heard that before. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You need to trademark that. <laughs> yes. Beautiful where Sammy yes. goes, yes. the champagne and, flows. And you know what? And, and, and Tony, Tony can tell you he was in the clubhouse. There was a lot of champagne last it year was in indeed. San Diego. So <laughs> I got I got quite the uh, dry cleaning bill to prove that there was a lot of champagne going on. <laughs> Sammy, uh, listen, I, we've kept you long enough, but I think what time is your day starting right now? Because there are no games. A lot of the workouts are happening pretty early. You just mentioned it. Long day. What time is your day start in AZ? Uh, well, I, I can tell you today, I got to the complex about 7.45. Um, I wanted to get What time was the clubhouse open bit. for, for media? Clubhouse was at 8. Yeah, okay. 8 yeah. to 8.50, and then Bob Melvin spoke at 9. So probably we'll get here, you know, as long as that holds true around that time frame again. And then obviously, you know, when the games start, you, you go to the game and, and uh, watch that and cover that. And, uh, no, it was, it was a really good first day. I'm looking forward to it. I think we're going to be able to do a lot of good things on social media and obviously talk to, to the different shows on the fan and, and you guys. And uh, it's great. And I'll tell you what, it's 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 a nice opportunity to, to talk to Bob Melvin every day and, um, you know, be able to ask him some questions outside of kind of the, the day-to-day, you know, game-type stuff, which we get into during the course of the season. Um, you know, like I would encourage people to go watch what we put on social media today. You know, he had some, you know, some, some interesting comments on the Bill Chris Matt, his role, um, you know, the, the need of guys in the bullpen to, to throw more than one inning, which, you know, is, uh, you know, maybe that's not everybody, but the need of having guys in that bullpen 
that can go multiple innings if you have a smaller bullpen if, if the Padres do go with that six-man rotation. So I won't spoil it all, but but we've got some good stuff on our social media uh, from Bob Melvin. So, you know, getting to talk to him every day and, you know, go some different directions with the questions I think is uh, a unique opportunity, especially these first uh, handful of days before the game started and before we get into the regular season. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, dining here in Peoria. Trying out the uh, the different restaurants here in Peoria. Oh, I'm trying to think of the one that I need you to try. It is uh, a great taco spot. Just if you go to Jimmy John's, make sure you bring your phone with you. Because you'll get lost. Yeah, Chris got lost a couple years ago, and he didn't have his trying phone. Trying to walk so. across the street. I, I, I turned the wrong direction, and I was <laughs> took me a half an hour to get a sandwich. Well, he said it. Where the uh, where Sammy goes, the champagne flows. So <laughs> that's gonna. Be, I think that's gonna be. That's your, gonna be with us for a while. Your title for a while, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Don't forget, Sam Levitt also has launched his own podcast. It's called Inside San Diego Baseball. He dissects all the latest news from the Padres. You can find that podcast at ninety-seven-three-thefansd.com or on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Sammy, we'll see you down there in Peoria soon. Thanks for uh, the report, and uh, we'll catch up to you down the road here, man. Have a great time. Absolutely, guys. Anytime. Happy to come on. We appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Sam. There you go. Sam Levitt, the uh, host of the Padre pre- and post-game show. Do you think he just came up with that off the top of his head, or do you think that uh, he's been working on that for a while? I think I believe him when he says that he's been told that on, on a few occasions. Where That's Sammy goes. Line. The champagne. If flows. he's not going to trademark it, I'm going to, and then yeah, I'll sell it to him. That is really terrific. Uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. is showing us a photo. That is that has real? Finally, come out. I don't know. It was of the new bases. Jared Weaver posted it. This so. has I haven't to be seen fake. the new bases yet. <laughs> There's no way. Is that three cubic inches? That seems a little no, big, right? That, that that has to be a fake photo. Cause There's got to be. What what's the account you're looking at? I'll, it's, it, I'll was on, it. it was on Weave. Jerry Weave. Okay, I'll retweet. There haven't been a lot gravy. of photos of the new base ba- the bags, the new bases for baseball, and of course they're going to be larger than last year. But uh, if that photo you're showing us, Tony, is real, I mean it's going to knock you down when you walk into the stadium and you see that <laughs> those bases. Like if you they know, are, they, you know I mean, how to Alex feel. Of course, they look like pizza boxes. That Extra was pretty large pizzas. <laughs> Did you see? You know how the the field crew That's comes not a, on. A personal pizza. The, the field crew comes on and they change the bases like they used to, like just hold it by the. They're gonna need two guys. They're to gonna hold need two hands things. to do it now. If that's yeah. really the base. Yeah, that's those are. Well, we'll see how what they really look like. When uh, that's fake, I, I'm looking at. You're it now. saying fake? That has to be fake. But well, I'm retweeting it. Do you have a Twitter? Here's the thing: three inches each way. Yeah, three cubic. That inches. looks that. That looks maybe about so. three inches. Yeah, maybe uh, it's just that big. This is going to be ridiculous. It's not. At Matt Scraby. You think it's going to be ridiculous. Uh, Scraby will tweet out a photo of the just uh, new did. bases. He said the Don Beebe of bases. I'm not sure what that <laughs> means. but Well, you know, Don Beebe was a special teams uh, for Buffalo, I believe. Yeah, wide right? receiver. Wide receiver, well. small wide guy. Receiver. I see. You know, I see now. But I guess the small base, the regular base, would be the Don BB. Yeah, I think now. the uh, the regular base. Would be, I mean, these are gonna. It's gonna take some getting used to for sure. The thing is, as but long so as did everything else, I, so did having a runner at second base, and so did the shift, and so did the 
you know, everything else are doing. The, the thing is, uh, as long as they're not bringing out the old bases, so everybody can notice how much of a difference is. That's it a is, good point. We won't. We won't notice. But look at this photo because it has the old base and what purportedly is the new base, and it's going to be uh, quite, uh, quite striking to you. All right, good first hour of the program. Coming back, daily gambit stuff. Scraby hit on a big one last night. We'll talk about that and uh, the rest of what's going on on this uh, middle of the week. Gwen and Chris program on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 